welcome to the Free Daily Bible Study Podcast, a daily journey through the unfolding story of the Bible based on the McShane Bible Reading Plan. My name is Jacob Gerber, and today's meditation for September 16th comes from 2 Samuel 12. In 2 Samuel 12, we see the beginning of the aftermath of David's sin with Bathsheba. In some ways, this sin will negatively affect the course of the rest of David's reign. There are, however, some great principles to learn from this passage, both in the way that Nathan confronts David concerning his sin, and also in the way that David responds to Nathan's confrontation. The first positive aspect of this story comes in Nathan's confrontation of David. To start, we should recognize that Nathan is risking his status and even his life by confronting David about his sin, especially since David has already murdered to cover up that sin. But it is also interesting to examine the manner in which Nathan confronts David. Rather than coming to David and unloading all his anger on him for what he had done, Nathan comes to David with a story that captures David's imagination and leads him to convict himself of the crime he has committed. Tact is a powerful tool for the shepherding of sinners. Second, David's unqualified repentance is another positive part of this story. David completely owns his sin, saying, I have sinned against the Lord, in 2 Samuel 12, verse 13. Certainly, there is far more to David's repentance than only these words. See, for example, Psalm 51 for David's extended reflection on his repentance. But David does not do less than freely confessing his sin before Yahweh. Once David confesses, Nathan assures David that Yahweh has indeed pardoned him. Beyond asking merely for forgiveness, David also boldly pleads with Yahweh to spare his unborn child, whom Yahweh had said would die in 2 Samuel 12 verse 14. Sometimes the people we meet in the Bible simply accept Yahweh's judgment, For example, the priest Eli in 1 Samuel 3, verse 18, or King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 20, verse 19. But it is far better when God's servants confidently come before Yahweh to ask Him to relent. For example, see Moses in Deuteronomy 3, verse 23 through 28. David's baby does die, but David's confidence teaches us much about how we ought to pray. Specifically, David's example should give us bold confidence to deal with sin in our midst. Sin sometimes paralyzes us with fear, but the more we understand the gospel of Jesus, the more we should recognize that Jesus came precisely to heal us of our sinfulness. Jesus wants to confront our sinfulness with his boundless grace. The more we meditate on the gospel of Jesus, the less we find it necessary to protect the mirage of our own righteousness, and the more confident we feel not only to repent of our sin and ask forgiveness, but also to pray that God would relent from disaster that may come as a consequence for our sins. Where does sin bring fear into your own life? And how might Jesus be calling you to trust Him with your sin in spite of your fears? 
Thanks for listening to the free daily Bible study podcast. If you're looking for Bible study curriculum for a Sunday school or a small group, check out my book, That You May Know, A Primer on Christian Discipleship. It's a close study of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John that explores what it means to follow Jesus as a disciple. To learn more about the book or to download the first two chapters for free, go to discipleshipbook.com.